0: Everything Caravan and Camping.
1: Let's go. They've got everything. Uh, great to have you with us with our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast, sponsored by ECC Parks. My name's Scotty Hillier from Channel 7. Now, every week, we are going to take you to an ECC Park destination around this great country of ours. We're going to get you there safe with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've got tech tips. We're going to chat with influencers As well as you, the listeners, we want to hear your questions, where you've been, what you're up to, something you want to know, something I haven't said. All of that, we're going to have a laugh with Caravan Park Confessions. It's an absolute cracker. And every week, we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire at a set of tongs, none other than Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm pretty excited. Let's go.
0: Come on.
1: Now, ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping and four-wheel driving. With more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products and prices. They're only a click away. Come on.
0: Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I hope you're enjoying this, our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. Now, one of the more popular segments of our podcast, and rightly so, because we want people on the road to be safe, to have peace of mind, to getting to their destination, they're getting home safely. And a man that's helping do that with our weight and towing masterclass is the great David Lewis. How are you, mate? Good Scotty. How are you? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no, absolute pleasure. Hey, for you, Dave, like me, you eat, breathe, eat, breathe, you drink, caravanning. Do you get away? In a van, or do you like to go and stay in a big five-star motel? What, a, what does the great Dave do?
0: I <laughs> love my caravanning, yeah. And that's actually how I got into the caravan weighing business, actually, because yeah. we had a few issues with our van six years ago, and we managed to get it all fixed up. But it, that's how it all basically started. And the, a lot of people that we weigh their caravans are not necessarily people that are new to caravan. Some yeah. of these people have been caravanning for 20 years. But it's still as important whether you're new yeah. to it or you've been doing it for 20 years to make sure that you are compliant with all your weights. Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. How often
1: do you see people that, look, I've been doing this for 37 years, I'm a caravan expert, it, it, and that it. they finally come to see you and they've been doing it wrong for many years? Yeah. It must happen.
0: It, it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. A gentleman, one of my customers comes to mind, he's been around Australia three times, yeah. and it's the first time he weighed his car and his caravan, and it didn't go too well, but at the end of it, he had all the information, and I did speak to him some months later, and he had everything. He had it all re... He had things done to the car and the caravan and mm-hmm. fixed it all. Reduced weight, obviously, but... Yep. And that's... Some of the people, like you say, are like that. Some people are new to it, and they want yeah. to make sure that, yeah. they're right before they start. Tell us, Dave, why should
1: we be weighing our rig? It's got to play a bit on insurance. God forbid anything yep. will ever happen. We're going to do it all
0: safely, but... If it's not right, insurance, it's it can be a bit of an issue. Yeah, it is, Scotty. Look, there's a few factors in it. Like, obviously, we do a little bit of work for some insurance companies, and, and it's not only for caravans. It, it can be for boats yeah. and also vehicles. And over the last few years, we have been called in by insurance companies where something's failed, like a boat trailer, for instance, has yeah. failed, and they want to know what that boat weighs on the trailer. Well, if you've exceeded what the manufacturer of the trailer says you can put on it, then it's not going to go too favourable with your insurance company. Exactly. The same thing applies with a vehicle. If some component or something breaks on a vehicle, then you can be in the same sort of same boat, so to speak. It's more about knowing where you are to start with. Caravans, vehicles, boats, anything like that. I know insurance companies are looking at it. However, there's probably oh, the most important factor I've got is it's. I know people talk about you can get a fine. Over the last 12 to 18 months, we have seen Queensland Transport and Queensland Police had a joint operation last year. Yeah, they I remember actually, that.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And
0: they actively pulled over caravanners in four, it was four places they did it. And they pulled over roughly around 80, 80 caravanners. Yeah. And I know that there was in excess of 30 fines issued.
1: Yeah, so yeah.
0: Yeah. they are doing it. They're not going hard line on it. But with your current caravan, you've got basically six compliance metrics there. So each one of those compliance metrics, you could get a $270 fine per infringement. So if your car's over your gross vehicle mass and your caravans over your aggregate trailer mass, Potentially, you've got a $540 fine coming in. And we don't want that. That We don't no, want look, that. No, look. No, that's right. I'm just stressing. That's probably extreme. But yeah. the fines are there. And they, the big red bash was just on, what, about a month ago? A little while ago. Yeah. There was a, an operation out at Morbin, out here on the way to Charleville, where Transport and Transport and Main Roads and Queensland Police had an operation there where they pulled over caravans and they were checking ratings and yep. I don't know what the results were but I'd say there'd be a few there'd be a few people heading off the big red bash with a bit of a sad look on their face yeah um, and you it, don't want it, that it that comes to peace of mind and hopefully
1: the podcast we do talking about all this weight and towing masterclass yes it just pe- keeping people alert making sure that they are doing the things right and and you're one of the
0: blokes that can
2: yeah. make that happen
0: <laughs> That's right, mate. Yeah, as far as fines and insurance, my angle on it is still the number one reason you need to do it to make yeah. sure you're compliant, yes, your, your safety. But it's also we've got a duty of care to others, to other road users, haven't we? Yeah. We're driving on our down our down the highway in our in our car and a caravan, and if it's overloaded, we don't know how it's going to operate under if under emergency braking, for instance. But yeah. not only for the the safety of my family and my car and my caravan, but also those people that are uh, travelling on the road with me, I have a responsibility to them as well. A lot of the stuff we're doing with Caravan in Queensland, the van Safe Program, it's all about road safety.
1: Yeah, nah, beautiful Dave you have put it very well great to chat as per usual give us your
0: website mate if people want to catch up with you sure mate thanks Scotty MobileCaravanWayne.com.au or phone number 0477897700 uh, I operate in Brisbane we've got Shane in Darwin Shane in Toowoomba Paul in Coffs Harbour and John O down the gold case. Give me a call here and I can put you in touch with any of those guys if you're outside of Brisbane.
1: Lovely and we do have question time and if you'd like to throw a question that we can uh, get Dave to answer you can email me podcast at au. Dave have a great week my friend.
0: Thanks Scotty, thanks for calling me.
1: Okay it's that time of the podcast. Hope you are enjoying this our Everything Caravan and Camping chat. It's tech Tip, time with the great Charlie. How are you, mate?
3: I'm doing well, Scotty. You've great been here and be
1: about? How's the bub? Huh? I've got to talk. I rudely haven't asked about the new bub.
3: She's doing great. Yeah. She actually just came. Well, the yeah. Flinders Rangers I was talking about yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. she was down there with us. Oh, she went with you? She went with us. How, how'd you go with the bub? Actually, four-wheel driving with the baby. yeah. It, it opened up a whole new well. We were like, yeah. she's literally getting rocked to sleep. Because you're not going helter-skelter down yeah. these yeah, goat yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're doing nice gentle rocks, and it puts but, it to
1: sleep. And no dramas? There's no. probably a lot of people listening going, oh, travelling with the Bob Were kids, were you, you be Nervous,
3: we were nervous, but at the same time, the technology around baby seats now you can adjust them right yeah, in. They're Se- like, recli- yeah, yeah. It's like flying first class, exactly. She yeah. was snug, like it was a little capsule. Yeah. If she had a bit of freedom to move, but at the same time, she wasn't going to do they couldn't, yeah. There was a lot of control around her not being able to hurt herself, and also Absolutely. you're just not driving like a
1: yeah. So, you'll definitely do it again, yeah. You're 100% can. do it again. I, I can't some wait some for the next yeah, one. Next baby, or next trip. Oh.
3: Next trip. Let's start. Ne- let's start with the next trip for now. All
1: right, mate, what are we? Uh, what are we chatting about today? So this week we're talking fridge slides. Okay, very important. Everyone's, virtually everyone who's got the big four, we have got the big fridge that slides That's out. it, mate.
3: And. Obviously, Mike Coolan is a huge brand. Yep. The one thing that you need with those big fridges in the back of your canopies and the back of your cars yeah. is a fridge slot. Yeah, exactly. Now that just makes it so much easier. For example, the the Mike Coolan Prada that we went away with on our Flinders trip, I've got the nice drop down slide in the back. It made it so easy. You can slide it out, drop it down. The wife can get in there nice and easy. I can so see. So talk to me when you say drop it down. What's that mean? So basically, you can slide it out of the back of the yes, car. Yes,
1: I'm picturing that. <clears throat> yep,
3: all the way out. Yep. yep, and then you just got a little mechanism. You can grab it, yep. and then it drops down. Oh, so you can actually get into it a bit easier. Yeah,
1: that's it, mate. Get out. I, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Oh, Scotty, you've been... I know. We're <laughs> living under a bloody well. I've been too busy. Oh, okay. So slide and the drop. That's it, mate.
3: That's it. So when you got those big lifted rigs, yeah. you don't have to worry about doing the lucky dip up in yeah.
1: the chest freezer there. Which you do, especially when there's a couple of cold tins. Oh, yeah, mate. You can find your... Orcs. You don't know what you're going to yeah. grab. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, one of those. That's it. And they're sold separately to the Mike Coolman. So you get the ice box, and then you get one, obviously. I'm assuming to fit the slide. That's that you've it. Bought.
3: So obviously, all the ones out there now, they'll have, and we have that available also on ECC. You can yep. buy. So, for example, you buy the 53 litre Jewel Zone. Yep. They will then recommend this fridge slide works perfectly. That whether you want straight slide, drop oh, slide, yeah. and it even comes. So you know how the lid opens to the side. Yes. You can get slides now that open with that facing you. Hey. Really? Yeah, mate. There's a whole new world out there. So I can see all the people
1: out there listening in the RV world going, wow, that yep. is going to make life a lot
3: easier. Anyone actually owning a hybrid caravan out there, yeah. you have a variant of a fridge slide in your hybrid. Yes. So that being a straight slide, yep. if you have a canopy set up in your four-wheel drive, so yep. there are a lot of places yep. that everyone likes going where you can't tow your van, Yeah. you've got your canopy set up
1: and now you can have the drop slide. <laughs> Oh, that's no, we're getting, we're live, so we're going to keep going. That was Charlie's phone. I quite, that's no, I quite don't. funny. The wife's calling me. No, you owe me a car. We're going to push through this <laughs> iPhone on that very, to prove to people we're live. We're not pre recording. Well, we are pre recording, yeah. but we're pre- recording live.
3: Yeah, that's it. Canopies, fridge slides. Obviously, if you've got caravan or a lot of caravans now we even come with uh, tunnel boot at the front there where yeah. you can have your yeah. fridge slide. And
1: obviously, we also do the drop slides yeah. for the canopies. Wow, that is crazy. And, ECC website, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Jump on Everything Caravan
3: Camping, so it's either your Clearview products or your MSA products. Check them out. They've got everything you could need. Charlie, you're a whiz. Thanks, mate. No
1: worries. Come on. It's that time of the podcast where we catch up with Jason Filippini. How are you, mate?
2: Oh, Scotty, I'm excellent today. Good. It's just a fantastic day on the sunny coast. It's been a bit warm, hasn't it? Oh, I sunny tell you, coast. that humidity is getting into oh. us.
1: I'm bigger than you, and I do sweat. You can handle it. I'm a sweater, and I've been sweating the big boy. <laughs> oh,
2: oh,
1: but Caravan Park Confessions. Oh, I'm just looking into your eyes. Is this what's, What have we got here? I'm not sure. Get, oh, look, take I, it I reckon, away.
2: I reckon today... This is a story that I was actually part of, and it's it's a health related one. Oh, it's, it's actually a really good one. Uh, as we come into summer and we're coming into all the fun. This, this, you got the O in there. That's good. I wouldn't have of of Christmas and and all that sort of stuff. So, the story goes like this: It was a number of years ago. There's this lovely gent and and a, and a wife, so a couple. They came into the park, and they're rather wealthy. They're rather intelligent. They're all everything you you can think around a really respectable traveller. And he's there and he's probably in his mid-60s and he came in the gate and he went and set up and I, I've known him for a few years and he rang me at about 8 o'clock at night. Oh. And I picked up the phone and I go, hello, And he goes, hey, Jace, I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh. And I said... Are you waiting for the punchline or no? No, he was He's dead serious. Oh. He was dead serious. And I said, why? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Anyway, and he started to tell me, I said, mate, why are you calling me? He goes, I don't know what to do. Wow. Yeah. Just, there you go. So then we, we quickly organised the ambulance and he, yeah. he actually was having a heart attack. Oh, wow. But the, just the way he relied on everything in the park, as soon as he checked yeah. in the gate, he checked his brain. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and so whilst it's it was a little bit funny afterwards because we had a laugh about. It, yeah, he's alive it, and we can he's laugh. He's and yeah. we laughed. But you know, did the, you say the, to him
1: triple zero? not, not J.
2: Exactly. He just lost. deal. he just lost it, and it really highlighted to uh, us as operators the need for education and all those other, things. especially
1: from your staff, and you Absolutely. like to know what to do
2: defibs yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it really highlighted a, a really good cause coming into this festive season. Yeah. around that sort of stuff. But do- yeah, he just thought. I, oh, I'm gone I'm dying The manager I'll is gone He I'll can sort it out <laughs> dfibs Do you have them in all the parts? We do And very recently We've used three of them So it's something That's are really you? relevant So to who the can this is, While we're going we're On the podcast Who can use them? Can 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 public Can someone they, Anyone can grab a dfib They are so user friendly
1: That's what I was going to say What if you don't know but it's all written there for you it's
2: all there you open it up it says put one on the left sorry on the right chest one on the left side it tells you to stand clear you press the button it checks whether there's a defib or shock required it goes through the process it
1: checks okay yep so
2: when you defib when it happens is so you put it on one on the right side around the nipply space the other one's on the left side down or under the armpit the axilla yeah and then you press some buttons and it says checking patient Oh, wow. And no shock required. Continue yeah. CPR. Okay. Shock required. Please stand clear. Okay. Press to shock. Yeah. And you just go through the process. It is it are really user friendly. My mother could do it.
1: There you go. Oh, well. Okay. Well, that, that is a good thing.
2: <laughs> Little tip don't be ringing the park manager.
1: <laughs> oh, well, if you need to, maybe yeah, you do. Give you should call say but that. You know <laughs> what? Triple O. And <laughs> don't check your brain at the front gate. Oh, I love it. Good on you, Jace. Chat next week. Thanks, Scotty. Oh. Come on.
0: Let's go. Everything
1: caravan and camping. Okay, that time of the show where we go to a little bit of listener feedback. As we do every show, we ask you to email in if you'd like any questions answered or you want to talk about any trips you've done, you're just loving the podcast or all of the above. And we have a little email from Brig. How are you this morning, Brig? Excellent, thank you. That is the way. Now, tell us a bit of your backstory. You do smaller trips. You're not doing a lap like for two or three years. Tell us about your travelling adventures.
4: As much as I would love to do the <laughs> lap, and when time permits, that yeah. is the plan. Yeah. But yeah, at the moment, it's short trips in our little van. Yeah, which we love. It's a nice little circuit breaker.
1: Yeah, so where are you based, Brie? Brisbane. Oh, lovely. So uh, I did chat to you off air, and we can let all the listeners know that you've downsized your van. So tell us what you did have, and then the reason why you've gone a bit smaller, and and what sort of van you've got.
4: Yeah, so we had a 23-foot network, which was like a beautiful apartment on wheels, and we sort of semi-lived in that. Now we don't need such a big van, so we decided to go to a single-axle 17-footer. We love it.
1: You love it. And and that's a really good point you mentioned, the single axle as opposed to the dual axle. What what sort of difference does that make? Does it make you feel a bit safer or less to tow? Or how do you find the the downgrade to the single axle?
4: It's easier to tow by much, though. I mean, we just tow with a Ranger and it seemed to handle the bigger van. No problem. probably feel it most when you're going up the Toowoomba Range, but you notice the difference.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So tell us uh, one of your trips that sticks out. Like I know you're home at the moment, but you love getting away. Where's somewhere or a couple of trips you've done recently that you're thinking, oh, that was the best trip ever?
4: Oh look, we love a place called a place to call home on the Sunshine Coast. It Ooh. was amazing little property with a great creek. They had platypus. Not that I saw it because I don't get <laughs> up that early. Well, what we do, Brig, we just say
1: yes, we saw one. There's one, and yeah, but nobody <laughs> knows.
4: But... I mean, I know what they look like. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and another little place was uh, called Barney Creek Winery. And they had a little campground there, as well as some houses or whatever. But we ducked up to the little winery and had a little taste. So that was a lovely spot too. And
1: you don't have to, should I say, walk or stagger back to the van? Walk, we'll say. that was a
4: short walk, and that was probably for the best. Yeah, lovely.
1: And so that's a bit closer to where you live. Have you done any trips further afield? Have you been away for weeks or days or even a month?
4: I blame Camplify because <laughs> we, in 2020, hired a van yep. and went out to Longreach with some friends who also hired a van, and we thought, we will never be caravanning people, blah, 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 until yep. we did this. Yep. Then we came home and thought, maybe we'll get a van and we'll hire it out as some sort of passive income. Yeah and then we met Caravan HQ, and the rest is history.
1: There yeah. You so you actually sound a bit like my wife. So my wife, her memory of a caravan is back when we were 20 years ago, and I'd take her away to a little place called Poona in a Bondwood 12-foot full of cockroach. Oh. Yeah, and caravaning to her is that. But just recently I've taken her to a couple of the big trade shows that Caravan in Queensland run, and I've walked her yeah. through a couple of the vans, and she is oh, blowing, blowing. <laughs> I know. She can't believe leather dinette. Queen size yep. bed Stand up shower yep. Separate toilet mm-hmm. Washing machine And dry She's like going How long has this been happening But the way you described <laughs> it then What impressed you Like you weren't a caravanning lady And then you did the trip out And you've just gone Wow this is pretty cool
4: I mean When I say I wasn't a caravanning lady I had always associated it with Grey Nomads But yes. it, it's absolutely changed since then It is yeah. such As well as the Grey Nomads It's such a younger market now mm. I guess that's what I sort of mean by that But I have yeah, literally yeah. grown up in and around caravans over the years. So I'm kind of very familiar with them. But it was just getting out and about in them resetting yourself yeah i loved the outback when we were out there so yeah. it was- i love
1: it. And, it and it seems to be a common theme everyone we, we're getting emailing in or ringing is saying it's just yet it's a recharge we, we go away yeah. a lot of the places there's no reception we just we off grid nah. or in the parks we're meeting friends for life it's just it, it was it fair to yeah. say is that what you love about the lifestyle
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And in we've terms- inherited a rescue dog. So oh. we've got a big black Labrador to try and fit into our 17 footer, too. But oh. we make it work. You make it work.
1: <laughs> but you know what? If you do want to, I know you talked about going off grid but if you want to go to some parks, there's a lot of them these days that are pet friendly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It makes and it- we
4: go every Christmas for a couple of weeks up to Alex. Beach Cabin and Tourist Park, which is great because it's literally across the road from the beach. They've got a pool, they've got playgrounds for kids, and they take dogs, so it's a great spot.
1: Happy days. Now, Brig, you've done it for a while. As you said, you've grown up around it since you were young. Any little tips, anything you think, you know what, I won't do that again, or I will do that, or something you've acquired over the
4: years? One thing we noticed when we were unpacking the 23-footer to sell was that we found things in there we had, A, never used in two years, so... I would say don't take it a second time if you haven't used it the first time, but uh, probably from a sort of a tips point of view, when you're getting ready to go, we have created well, changed, updated for ourselves a checklist. So yep. we literally check everything off yep. to make sure it's all safe and sound, ready to go. So, Fantastic. Yeah. I would just- Yeah, safety is key. Yep, lovely,
1: Brig. Thank you for emailing in. It's been great to chat and uh, good luck on your next trip, wherever it may be. And as I said, thanks for being a part of the podcast.
4: You're most welcome. Thank you so much.
1: Okay, it's that time of the podcast where we lick our lips, we get our tongs ready. The greatest man ever to cook over an open fire, (laughs) Harry Fisher, fighter Fork. G'day, mate, how are you?
5: Good, mate. How are
1: you? Oh, I'm chipping away for a battler, as I say, but you can't say
5: that because you're not a battler. You're... I I am battling to say ahead at the moment, but I can tell you. Yeah, you
1: you are busy. I I know you've been traveling and you're just getting bigger and bigger. The cookbooks are going well, and that's probably a little plug for you there. Um, You've got books everywhere if people want to. And I've got to say, the feedback from the podcast, Harry, has been fantastic. People are loving your recipes. And I have a confession. Oh, good. I have a confession. I may or may not have used a couple filming on Creek to Coast.
5: (laughs) Good. Good (laughs) man. Good man. I hope you said they were yours.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. I did say, I said a good mate of mine showed me this. So I did the oyster sauce with the panko breadcrumbs.
5: Ripper.
1: Uh, and ripper. the buttermilk, the fish in the, the, sorry, the prawns and or fish in the buttermilk and then into the corn flour. The little crispy. Very nice. Kids. So Very nice.
5: Yeah, right. they're a ripper.
1: Yeah, so people are going, shut up, Scotty. We want to listen to Harry. So, mate, where are we going and what are we up to this week? What recipe
5: are we going? Well, why don't we stick on the buttermilk theme? Love it. So Love it. I'd like to, I want to talk about, Roast chooks, because I think roast chooks are one of the worst cooked meals, I think. Yeah. So how many times have you had a dry roast chook? I've had so many.
1: Thousands. To be honest, scared. Harry, I'm probably <laughs> scared to have a crack at a roast chook, because I know I'd dry it out. So that's probably, yeah. a lot of the listeners are thinking, a roast chook on the open floor, tough, but you're going
5: to tell us no. I'll, I'll tell you how to make an absolutely idiot-proof one. First step is you got to go to your butcher. Don't go to the supermarket, go to your butcher. And you say to them, can I have a boneless chook? And they will completely debone it. So it's just meat. And so it's all butterfly. It's just a big slab skin on it's wicked. So it's just a big slab of chicken, right? Yep. Then all you do get your buttermilk, chuck your chicken in a bag or in whatever, chuck your buttermilk in there, leave it overnight, leave it for anywhere from an hour to 48 hours.
1: Well, and what does and that, that
5: do? And that will tenderize yeah. it. Yeah. So a basic, there's a bit of acid in buttermilk because buttermilk, as I said before, is actually not butter. Yeah. So it's yeah. milk and acid. So it's milk and a bit of either lemon juice or vinegar or something like that. It's just extra acid. So that will break down the chicken and it makes it insanely tender. Wow. So you get a bit of that, get a couple of to tablespoons of salt, chuck it all in. And then all you do is get a low heat on your grill or even better if you've got like one of those grill baskets. Yes. Just over the coals, and you cook it for about half an hour, forty minutes, until it's just brown on the outside, and that is all you need to do. That's that it. is going to be the most tender, crispy-skinned roast chuck you've ever had. Oh my
1: gosh! I got to, I'm, I'm going to be honest again. That could get a run on Greek Dick coast as well. <laughs> so the bottom you, you did say that when we spoke about it weeks and weeks ago, that the buttermilk isn't full of butter. People think, ah, oh, buttermilk. No, butter. no, there's no it, butter. It's got that bit of acid in it. just breaks the seafood and the chicken <laughs> down, the roast chook.
5: That's it. That's it.
1: And what would
5: you put with the roast chicken? I think it's pretty hard to go past some roast spuds, maybe some pumpkin and something green. To keep the, the health conscious happy. So, yes. chuck a bit of broccolini next to it or whatever you like, really. Just a bit of salad.
1: Yeah. If you eat it or you don't eat it, as long as it's there, you feel a bit better, don't you, Harry?
5: <laughs> yeah, that's it. And tell you what, chop it up, chuck it in a wrap. It's real wicked. It's oh, great the next day, mate. but it just it stays really tender and juicy.
1: Mate, right. I can see a lot of the listeners out there writing notes, licking their lips, but once again, as we do every podcast, tell people where they can find you or even possibly see you doing the recipe.
5: Yeah, no worries. So I'm on YouTube and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. My cookbook is in basically everywhere. Yep. I just found out it's actually the best-selling outdoor cookbook in Australia, so well done. stoked with that. Well done, mate. Yeah, take that, Thank Jamie Oliver. So, yeah, look, it's pretty much pretty well anywhere. Jump on my website, you can see all that sort of stuff, and come to the four drive shows or something and actually see it live.
1: Lovely. Harry Fisher, fire to fork, you're a legend, mate. We'll catch up next week. Cheers, Scotty. Let's go. Now, don't forget to head to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC marketplace. Now, don't forget to catch up on all of our ECC episodes. Go to where you get your podcasts, or it's pretty simple. Head over to the website, everythingcaravincamping.com.au. Let's go! Okay, that time of the podcast, we catch up with the great Jason Filippini. Away you, my
2: friend. Scotty, I am brilliant. What a day today. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Now, I believe you're going to take me across
1: the ditch. Where are we going this week?
2: Look, Scotty, I thought, you know what? It's time to go across and see our neighbours. Yeah. Let's go to New Zealand.
1: Yeah. And as we talk about, and you often break, it's not just Australia. ECC have got plenty of parks in New Zealand.
2: We do indeed. Yeah, yeah. We've got a range of parks in both North and South Island and yeah. New Zealand. Wow. And it's such a great partnership. It's such an awesome experience to yeah. go on. You can actually almost do a full road trip staying at all our parks right around New Zealand. That's pretty special. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. And you know what? The people over there, yeah. the operators, the, the local communities, they are just amazing.
1: Yeah, lovely. Mate, which one are we featuring?
2: Today, I thought we'd go a little bit on the nose, and you'll oh. understand why shortly. Okay. We're going to the All Seasons Holiday Park in New Zealand. Zealand. Okay. Rotorua. Oh, wow. Yes, Rotorua. Yeah. Having been there a couple of times, very good friends with the owners and with the management at the park. Yeah. Okay. Been and stayed just for a holiday, not yeah. even for work. Yeah. Just been over and seen them. And see <laughs> yeah. You you're see, going.
1: You would have done some work. You would have. You couldn't <laughs> have helped yourself.
2: <laughs> the first thing you notice when you drive into Rotorua. And you've got to know this straight up. Yeah. It smells... Oh! Oh, yeah, so, so Rotorua is sulphur. Okay. It's, it's basically on a old... Volcano. Okay, it's still gotcha. hot. So you've got mm, hot bubbling mud Yeah, you gotcha. come, and the smell that comes out of the bubbles. And even in the shops, there is a smell, but you get used to it really yeah, quick. It's nothing, yeah, it doesn't it's, drive you away. No, yeah. it's actually an experience Yeah, and, and it is so good. Then you're going to see these big hot bubbling pits of mud mm. and it's got this beautiful lake. Yeah. And the water, because it's got a volcano underneath it, the water is amazing. Crystal clear. Yeah, Yeah, nice. So it's a lovely place in the world. Yeah. And Rotorua, so many things to do in Rotorua, but let's just talk about the park for a second. Yes, go for it, my friend. Let me tell you a little bit about All Seasons Holiday Park. It's on the outskirts of town on the other side of the airport. Yeah. It's not a a long drive to get to the centre of town, and there is so much to do. The park is literally 200-metre walk to the lake. Oh, wow. It's, you can go down the lake. They've got a heated pool that's oh. covered. You can go there yeah. in the middle of winter, and it's cold in New Zealand in yeah. winter. It's cold <laughs> in New Zealand in November. Yeah, exactly. But, so the pool's heated all year round. Yeah, wow. And the park is just set out on an amazing area. Yeah. And the owners have got passion for charity. Okay. And yep. so they decided that they would buy all these life-size dinosaurs. Oh, what? They've got 19 of them around the park. Wow. And yeah. what they do. Is every year they get local businesses and international businesses and and people around the community to sponsor the dinosaur for oh, the year. Okay. They donate all that to charity. Oh, what a good cause! They are so good, and you know what? The kids love it. Yeah. It's it's like going to the to the dinosaur museum, but it's in your holiday park. Yeah, it's so right? cool. Yeah. like Palmer, eat your heart out. It is. <laughs>
1: yes. Hi, who? Palmer who? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, tell me more.
2: So, look, it's a beautiful park. It's yeah. got a number of different style of accommodations. Yeah. It's got a 45 45- bed lodge house so you know if you've got a massive group of people friends and you want to have a trip ideal school camps all that sort of stuff go wow. there yeah. but they've also got cabins from again a budget style cabin yeah. all the way up to some really luxurious yeah. accommodations and obviously they've got the caravan sites they don't have any en suites but their amenities are impeccable okay they do everything on site which yep. is not necessarily normal for such a large park yes so they do all their laundry they do everything oh they are just an amazing group of people Kevin and Tracy yep they are one of the best people (laughs) in the industry they are amazing they've got their dinosaurs and they've got their stuff in the park but if you just take five seconds go out of the park and you go straight to the biggest hill in the town yep you go up the top yep and they've got a beautiful restaurant on the top amazing feed yeah but then you can do this luge all the way down the oh, hill. Oh, yeah. Really? And it goes fast. We're
1: big fellas. How so fast would <laughs> we go? I tell you, <laughs> I'm I, I, than I, you,
2: I nearly come out of that one. I was <laughs> coming down there and if you lay down hard and you pull back and you don't hold the brakes on, You're it's gone. dangerous. So,
1: okay, a bit of a I'm guessing the shops, etc are all pretty close to the park? Yeah,
2: look, the shops, are. there's enough close to the park to go and get a walk and a coffee and all that. Yeah, It's a couple of minute drive into town. The shopping in town is amazing. Yeah. It is provincial type shopping, yeah, so there's yeah. no malls. It's all street shopping, Yep, it is just a great experience and at night time the one last thing at night time you can go to this area and it's the treetops and it's lit by lanterns and you do this big treetop walk and yeah, it's wow. safe, grandma can do it, it's yeah, so it's, it's very safe yeah. and it's such an amazing experience, it's almost like Lord of the Rings Yeah. incidentally it was only filmed about 100 kilometres, yeah. not, not far away yeah. so it's it's inspired by that, it's amazing well,
1: and for those that want to camp, obviously would have a beautiful big camp kitchen there
2: yeah they've got a their camp up. kitchen yeah. they've got uh, an amazing amount of facilities there yeah because it is a passion of the owners yeah. to really provide everything and so, it's a wonderful park
1: okay rotarua right, so mate where can people find out more if they want to get information about any of the other ecc parks
2: yeah all they got to do is go to eccparks.com.au it's all there it's all there yeah and you know what if you're not a member Scotty's going to tell you all yeah, about it.
1: While you're on the computer checking it out, I know we keep pushing this, but it's because the deal is so good. Everything caravancamping.com.au, you need to become an ECC Parks, Family Parks, Travel Rewards member. And it's 30 bucks, which gives you two years cover. And you get, as you said, there's a two-night stay, you stay a third night for free. There's an entry card to their frequent camper competition. It's just a no-brainer. What more could you ask for? Yeah, if you aren't travelling, you really need to do it. Jason, we've done another one. It's going to be on again next
2: week. It is indeed, Scotty. It is. I will be here. All happy and ready to go for another park.
1: Good on you, mate. And in terms of parks, there's 65 throughout Australia and New Zealand. Now, if you head to everythingcaravincamping.com.au You can purchase an ECC Parks Family Parks travel reward membership. Now, it's only 30 bucks. Now, this membership, the things it gives you is is crazy. 10% off your stay at all of the ECC Parks and Family Parks destinations throughout Aussie here and over in New Zealand. You get discounts and deals while you travel with their rewards. You get the third night free. You get voucher. You get an entry card to their frequent camper competition. So for 30 bucks, you can't go wrong. So be sure to jump onto the website and check it out. Well, there we go for another week. Absolute blast here. We're Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. Don't forget if you've got any questions, you want to raise an issue, you want a question for any of the people we talk to, we can do that easily. If you send us an email, podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads if you are travelling anywhere. See you next time. Come on. Let's
0: go. They've got everything. Everything Caravan and Camping. They've got everything.